Welcome to This is the Place, brought to you by We Own This Town, where we discuss the ever-growing and shrinking bar and restaurant options here in Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee. I am Matt. Yeah, you forgot who you were for I a did second. For a second. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing, Michael? I'm good. Sitting I'm across good. from me. Yeah. Nice a, to see you. How are you? I'm good. It's a pleasure to be back again, for yeah, sure. Yeah, a lot of mixed emotions in the last couple weeks. Oh, so many mixed emotions. Roller coaster, yeah, ride I, of events. Yeah, but I feel ultimately the good feelings will prevail. I hope the good feelings prevail. My God. We shall see. Um, we're sorry we're a little late to the punch on this side. Uh, we've, I, or I should say, I have a terrible scheduling problem, and I apologize. For it. I don't think 2020 is uh, respectful of anyone's time or or just, of them just being able to read texts correctly. To be um, fair, we had scheduled to record this previously and literally never specified what time. Yeah, we were just that is, vague. That is true. But so uh, anyway, uh, glad to be back. Let's just get right into it. By all means. I am going to talk about some stuff, some food, and some restaurants, and some bars. I think you are, too. Yeah, as we get into it, I want to, as the producer guy, if you hear a bunch of environmental noise, like Uh weird race car noises and (laughs) construction trucks. We are in Nashville. We're in the heart of Wedgwood, Houston, right here. And uh, it's so much construction. It's insane. And if it's not that, it's a train. Yeah, you know. so much. Did you know this train over here by Wedgwood, Houston, there's an app that you can download for your phone that will tell you if it's there or not? I did not know that. There is That is amazing because I have been stuck. Like, I think when the train is was either fully stopped or moving at literally like maybe two miles an hour. It's not an app for all trains. It is an app for that for train. For this particular. One train at one intersection. Wow. And that's it. You just open so, it up. It's a red light or a green light. <laughs> is that app, uh, somebody made that app? And, yeah, I or? believe, I don't know the full history of the app, but I'm uh, pretty sure it's a fan-created app. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I, I could imagine somebody could make the app while they were sitting there <laughs> on 4th Avenue South yeah. waiting yeah. for the train to Absolutely. pass by eventually. Yeah. yeah. It has been maddening. I'll link it in the episode description, so yeah. anyone that's coming yeah. to Wedgwood, Houston, uh, can can know. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so there's some new places that uh, are up and running now, which is good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we again, we say this every time. We sh- shall see how things progress in mm-hmm. terms of the uh, country and the city, uh, in terms of openings, uh, shutdowns based on COVID. But things aren't looking great. Things are not looking fantastic in terms of our numbers, but hopefully, I you know, I think Cooper did say whenever he did his last uh, talk, uh, you know, sat down with the press. He, I, I don't think he plans on closing down in the city, which which is good for all the uh, restaurant bars that we need to stay open. But it's a nice so reminder we, to get to go food. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> in places where you can get uh, to yes. go food. Yeah. And let's just talk about the first place. Let's go for that. All right. So there was a brand new place that I was excited about talking about. I don't think I'm, I may have briefly mentioned it on the last episode. Maybe not. Maybe not. A new place called Locust. And it's from one of the chefs of Catbird Seat. And it opened uh, sometimes sometime last month in October. And it is in the 12th Avenue South area. And it is a dumpling and kakigori. 
establishment. I'm intrigued. So you know what dumplings are. I, I mean, do. It's fairly straightforward. I love uh, a dumpling. The kakigori is Japanese shaved ice cream. Oh. They do not, however, have to go. So you have to go there to eat that food. I'm I'm baffled. Which boggles the mind right now. I mean, I, I, because I I was like, you know, and, uh, you know, we were going to actually do something a little different today. We were going to get the food, actually maybe eat it while we were talking and openly discuss, you know, live action. Yeah. A live review. Live review. Yeah. Uh, But when I got on there to order, it said, no. No, you so cannot you, you get. Can't take it to go. So they have they have a small inside area and they have a patio. And right now the patio is open mm-hmm. and you can go there. You can make a reservation online. You can text them or make a reservation. Uh huh. And then you go. And I think uh, the patio seats like thirty to forty, maybe. It's pretty big. Uh, decent size. Yeah. yeah. And you can observe all the people walking down to south. <laughs> I guess going towards yep. the mural for get your wing shot. Mm, Got to get that wing shot. So yeah, so we they weren't able to eat it. So I I, I don't so, understand why they have. Well, just have... like taking the emotion out of it because I'm very upset that we could not get it to go. Yeah. Like just my heart is broken, and I'm also a little, as you said, mind boggled that anyone would do that. But from a rational perspective, is it m- much more expensive for a restaurant to to do that? Because you have to have all these to go boxes. Like you might have to have to go silverware. You might be overloading your kitchen staff. Like, is there a rational reason, particularly in a time of COVID, that you would not offer that? I the answer can be no. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if you're going into the restaurant business. Especially now, then you've got to look at all your costs, and that has to be one of the things that you have to think about. Yeah, is the cost of to-go cups and to-go yeah uh, items. You know, I would imagine that it's definitely a, a you know a decent cost, but not a substantial cost. Sure, um, and pretty standard. And standard. I mean, if McDonald's can have to go. Well, we're talking about a different echelon of restaurant, though. A catbird seat. Does catbird seat have to go? Well, well, no. 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 They're talking about, like, being on 12 South and just being, it's kind of relaxed. And that is not the catbird seat. I mean, those are two very different places, too, you know. So I just feel like for the type of place it is, that they would be, I mean, I, I think there are other comparative restaurants that are doing to go. That are doing it definitely because of what's going on right now. Right. And I, I don't know. I just, I think that they're losing money because of it. I mean, I was willing to, sure. you know, get some to go. Uh, and whatever the cost of the food that we were going to buy, I'm sure would have more than covered the cost of the Right. Well, Locust, if you're utensils. listening, get so. at us and tell us why you're not offering yeah. to go. Because we want to eat your dumplings. I mean, it's very, they're menu is very basic i mean it's like maybe 10 items at best right. it's just a couple different dumpling options something called numby noodles from hell which sounds interesting yeah and then you got your kakagori your shaved ice you got uh, a yogurt option and then a chocolate option and they look amazing i they you can look at the pictures online and then uh they have uh sake in a can which i was interested in getting right yeah um but uh, no, I, I, shot I down, shot down, Sh- shut down. So yeah, I mean, it's very, uh, looks very intriguing. Twenty twenty is nothing if not disappointing. <sighs> again and again <laughs> and again. 
So disappointing. Yeah. But so, you know, uh, I guess... We'll save it. We'll get there eventually. We'll we will. save it. It might be spring. Yeah. Because the way the weather's going, I mean, I can't imagine a lot of these patio places. Uh, it depends on the how the patio is is set up in terms of if the... I, I'm assuming a lot of these places hopefully have some sort of heating unit on the patios. And, yeah. Because right now they're saying all they have is a patio. Right. It's going to be in the 30s. Yeah. It's not going to work. I mean, nobody's going to be there. I mean, I'm intrigued by so. some some noodles and some dumplings, but yeah. not that much. Not that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's locust. Yeah. We'll uh, table it. Table it, uh, jot it down, get back to it. Yeah. Sounds good. So All where right. else should we try and go? Well, uh, so right now, if there's one word you could say it was popular in 2020, it would be pop-up. Yeah. A lot of pop-ups. A lot of pop-ups. A lot, a lot of pop-ups mm-hmm. going here and there. Yeah. Because uh, some places closed down, but they would do a pop-up at another location. Mm-hmm. I was reading about a lot of Mexican pop-ups here in town. So, are you familiar with Bill Sandwich Shop? Um, uh, yeah, it sounds very familiar. It's to be opening in Inglewood at some point, mm-hmm. uh, but they did a pop-up last that's, month. But isn't that popping up in TKO? Yeah it, yeah, it was a TKO last month, and it was open there for about a week. So I think one of the guys from that is starting uh, Bills is working at TKO right oh, now. See, I thought that was going to be their um, like permanent location. I don't, I don't think so. Because I thought that was weird. Um, like yeah. sandwich shop by day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> TKO, TKO by night, you right. know? Right. No, no, no. I, I, I think they have another location. It's, okay. just, it's just not open yet. I think they're trying to wait out everything that's going on. I, I can say I have a friend who did go to Bill's when they had the pop-up, and he had the sandwich, and he was just raving about it. Said it was, he said the sandwich was fantastic. All right. Really, really good. He gave me some good detail, but I, I'm not going to look at the text. Um, but he did. I think he did say the potato salad was okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so that popped up. But right now... I think it is opening, is already open or will be open very soon, is a pop-up called Roberta's Pop-Up at the Public House. Urban Cowboy. Uh We all know Urban Cowboy in East Nashville. Mm -hmm. And at the Public House, uh, Roberta's is a wood-fired pizza place in Brooklyn. Oh, this is the Roberta's? The Roberta's. Uh, No. Yes. Matt, no. So you are familiar with Roberta's. Very familiar. <laughs> that so is, you're pleasantly surprised. I am overjoyed. Shocked. Is, is the word. Yeah, for sure. That's incredible. I thought, as soon as you said Roberta's, I was like, oh yeah, there's that pizza place in Brooklyn that was super good named Roberta's. Uh-huh. And it's the same place. It is the same place. Oh, Matt. That yeah. is such good news for Nashville. That it, is such good news. Yeah, I mean, I heard that Roberta's was great. I've n- never... You're going to love it. Never had it? Yeah. Um, I can personally attest that you will love it. Yeah. So, yeah. You, so you've eaten at the Roberta's in oh, Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, just phenomenal pizza. Like, my memory is would need more jogging to properly describe it, but I recall it being, like, pretty traditional, a little old-worldy in its yeah. style, and, and just really made with, like, a, a passion for, uh-huh. like proper pizza pie yeah know? it looks like from what i could tell a, a fairly basic menu of like four or five different pie options yep i think it's all vegetarian i don't think there's any meat that's surprising them. but all right um i, I think I, I could be wrong from just a quick overview but yeah that's going to be opening here mid-november uh to late november i'm not exactly sure when and running all the way to the end of january i hope it has to go 
I, I want it. <laughs> I want it. I think it. it does. So I, I'll have to double check, but I think you can actually make reservations. For, you know, because there's some seating at the public house, not very much, but it did say like everything social distance and whatnot. And sure. I know they can close the doors now. To, I think to try to keep it warm because it used to be very open air. Mm, I'm not interested in eating in enclosed spaces. <laughs> well, I mean, I. So you could go there when it's 35 degrees. I think it will be sufficiently, like, uh, part of it is open. I, have you been there before? No. You've never been there before? No, never been there before. I know exactly where it is, but uh, never never gone in. Okay. Anyway, we'll go. We'll we go. go. Yeah. You know? Well, uh, we'll get we'll, 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 we'll get see. it to go. We'll see. I want to be safe, Matt. Yeah. Yeah. No. The thing is, when you go in there, uh, in the in the front doors it used to be all open uh they've you know changed it it's been a while where they have it covered now and then the bar which is an enclosed area uh but then you go all the way back and there's huge fireplace um okay. open fire with lots of chairs so we could potentially if it's not freezing yeah get it go out to the o- completely open area and sit by the fire and eat some wood-fired pizza now you're talking yeah yeah now you're talking all right much more into that for sure. Yeah. So um, that's exciting. That's well, good. really exciting. Good. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad that you are familiar with Robertus because mm-hmm. I. I. It. I mean, it looked good, but you know, when you hear like wood fired pizza, I'm like, oh yeah, that sounds great. But you never know what it's going to be until, you know, you really get into it. Yeah. And, and eat it. But it. It did say that it was, you know, coming from Brooklyn, and so I figured it must be. It's, it's not. Not going to be shitty pizza. That's. It's definitely not. <laughs> it's definitely not shitty pizza. That's fantastic. All right. Well, it's a date. <laughs> let's do it and so okay going back to another place that that just opened and so we tried to get some locusts yep said okay uh there's a couple other places i want to check out there's a brand new banh mi place new another new banh another mi? i know we just talked about banh east, mi, nashville banh mi. east nashville banh mi just recently opened the summer it's fantastic yeah highly recommend this is a different this banh mi place a... on the west side yeah so it's called banh mi and roll plus so, you know, there's a Bonnie place on Woodland, I think, which is Bonnie and Roll Factory, maybe. And so it's easy to get those confused. If Are they related? Online. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I could be wrong, but I don't think they are. This place was, I believe, a, uh, a food truck maybe first. Okay. And then uh, I think the owners maybe own Far East okay. as well. But this is opened in what is called the Vanderbilt Moxie Nashville. Moxie, Moxie Nashville, Nashville. Uh, okay. Moxie Nashville building. Okay, I don't Vanderbilt. Know. It's just in the Vandy campus. No. Uh, okay. Do you remember? So is it in One Hundred Oaks? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> also, I not only can I not read text, I have a terrible, terrible memory. Okay. I mean, if I don't see you for a year and we like hang out, even though we've known each other for twenty years, I'll be like, who? What is his name? Wow! Damn it! I can. That's really maybe not that. Bad, that's really but it, upsetting. But Matt. <laughs> <laughs> that's, well, that's really awful. I remember the time we hung out in Austin at South by Southwest. Do but you I don't have, remember? Do you have face blindness? I uh, no, it's not face. I mean, I'll definitely recognize your face, but I, I, I'm terrible just with r- okay. recalling names. It's, it's names Ma- of Michael, places. Michael Eads. Thanks. We've known each other for two decades. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> names, buildings, but anyways, do you remember? I was asking my wife. Uh, Earlier, I said, do you remember the building over behind 
Jackson's, the, the restaurant that used to be there. Uh-huh. I just can't remember. And she's like, yeah, Sunset Grill. Uh, yeah, yeah, Sunset Grill. Sunset Grill. I ate there a lot right. back in the day. Yeah, famous late night um, nachos. So, yeah, uh, across the street there was a parking lot, which I think no longer exists. Okay. I'll be honest. I have not been over in that area oh, yeah. in some time. Yeah, it's a lot of development over there. And I think this building is where that parking lot is. Oh, the I know. Place? I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. Um, We have triangulated the area (laughs) effectively. I know exactly what you're talking talking about about now. I'm talking about uh, places that haven't existed in probably five years, but I don't know what they are now. So Hillsborough Village. Oh, actually, Biscuit Love, I think, took over Sunset Grove. So where Biscuit Love is now, there was a parking lot behind it. Yeah. And now that is a building that is Vanderbilt Moxie Nashville. Yes. And it houses Bon Me and Roll Plus. Yes. We got there. We took a while. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but now I know exactly where it is. That's great. Yeah. So it, it sounds great, though. But again, uh, I was going to try to order some food Yeah. Uh, when I uh, struck out with Locust. And I tried to order online, and I got an error. It would let me do the whole checkout. Got an error. Uh, tried it on my phone twice, and then I went to my iPad, and I tried it there, and I could not order. So I don't know if they were just having a glitch. Yeah. You know, what's going let's, on? I mean, let's assume it was a glitch. I want to say it's a glitch yeah. because I mean their website is up and running and looks great. Yeah. So it is over there on eighteen oh eight twentieth Avenue South. Yeah. Well, that wouldn't have helped me understand where it is. But yeah, no, but it's good to all. share I that with you. I just want to give that address because nobody knows that hasn't lived here and uh, what what the trace is. Yeah, you yeah. you dug deep for that one. <laughs> so, <laughs> again, I had to ask my wife about what the name of that place. Like, I do remember that place. Where were you hanging out? She's like, Yeah, the trace. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I love it. about that place. Yeah. Anyway, um, the interesting thing about this Miami place is they have boba teas. Oh, yeah. A little bubble tea. A bubble tea, yeah. which I'm not familiar with at all. I okay. mean, I'd, I'd heard of bubble teas, but it's, I just... It's like a gelatin bubble mixed in with like a slightly thick yogurty kind of drink. Yeah, so they so they have milk and non-milk teas. The original boba tea is uh, Taiwanese, I guess a Taiwanese black tea, but they say that they import their teas from Japan, uh, Vietnam, oh. and Taiwan. Well. They hand-select these teas and then so you have these tapioca pearls yeah those are the bubbles those are the bubbles yeah. at, the, at, at the bottom i guess of, of, or it can be in the top yeah. you, you can add them it depends on the thickness of the tea i think right and typically served cold for whatever reason i i'm just not familiar with these but they stress that they were non-powdered teas interesting okay and yeah so i i interested in having that have you had a bubble tea before? i have had a bubble tea it's been quite a while uh it's a just fascinating texture uh, yeah i mean it's uh what did you say it was made of tapioca it's tapioca. a tapioca mm-hmm. like orb mm-hmm. so you have a really thick straw and then every once yeah. in a while this orb will shoot into your mouth and <laughs> get a nice surprise uh, yeah a little surprise and then you kind of chew on it a little bit it's it's uh-huh. a really interesting texture i okay. mean it's a very it's a fascinating drink. I mean, yeah. it's, uh, I don't know the history behind it or anything, but it's definitely worth partaking in if you've never had it before. Yeah, so it seems like it came out of Taiwan, I think, originally in the 1980s. So okay. it's not like something that's been around for like 100 years or it something like that. It feels like a 1980s drink. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Is I it mean, very vibrant? I mean, it just feels sort of uh, 
kitschy in a way, like mm-hmm. clear Pepsi. Like right. it's Pepsi, oh, but wow. it's clear, you know. And uh, or like or if Zima? you told if you told me uh, Gogurt was made in the eighties, gotcha. I believe you. Right, and right. A fruit by the foot. It's you know, it's yeah. a fruit snack, but it's long. You know. Well, like, I'm going to talk about something else in a little bit that might be from the eighties as well. I just feel like eighties were like, how can we put a gimmick into our food? Right. And bubble tea feels relevant. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind the gimmick as long as it's good. I love a gimmick. Are you kidding? (laughs) A Reese's peanut butter cup that's shaped like a bat. There you go. I love that. You know, a a Cadbury cream egg. That whole thing is a gimmick. It is. You know? Still going strong. Yeah. After like 60 years, I think. Not from the 80s, but, you know, still gimmicky. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm... Totally interested in, in trying that. But also, do you know what the difference between a French baguette and a fresh Vietnamese baguette is? I can't say that I do. I don't either. But as we've discussed privately before, don't love a baguette. Yeah, I know. Because a baguette can be, a French baguette can be yeah. very hard. Yes, yes. Like uh, oppressively <laughs> difficult to eat, which almost, I'm not a fan of. Almost tooth, you know, yeah, breaking in half. I think sort a, of. A, a lot of people, you know, to each their own. Personally, when I eat bread... I don't necessarily want a gnashing of teeth, <laughs> right? which is what right. you get with a French baguette yeah. sometimes. Yeah. I would assume in this case, and this may be- Is that why they call a grinder a grinder? Man, we're going places I was not prepared to discuss, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> I would assume just based on my own personal hopes and dreams that maybe a Vietnamese baguette is softer. You know? That's what I, Well, it says fresh Vietnamese baguette. And I mean, a baguette definitely can be fresh, yeah. but- I don't associate fresh with uh, hardness. No. You know, you typically associate with some, something that's out of the oven is going to be a little softer. Yeah. So that's what I was hoping for. That's why I asked if you had. I, I know your personal feelings about baguettes, so I, <laughs> I hadn't, didn't want to go there. But anyway, um, another couple of things are uh, they have prawn crackers, which okay. I'm excited about. Really? Oh, yeah. When, when I used to have to travel... Over to England, I loved prawn chips. Okay, so these are just like potato chips that taste like shrimp. Yeah. Okay. It says I'm um, shrimp. It does say shrimp flavored. I don't know if that means like fake seasoning sh- shrimp. Well, you know, uh, shrimp seasoning. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. But I don't know. So you love um, an exotic chip. I love an exotic chip. I mean, I you can't go wrong with a good nasty salt and vinegar chip. You know. <laughs> Is that um, is that exotic salt and vinegar? Well, I'm saying I I started liking salt and vinegar chips when I was like 10 years old, and Ooh. that was back in the 80s. Oh wow, that is a that is a strange chip for a 10 year old so, to like. Yes, yeah, you couldn't find them very, hardly anywhere back no. then either. Uh, but I remember the first time I had one, I was like, "What is this? Wow, it is amazing." So yes, I do. I love prawn chips, it, it, and that's the thing. If you ever go to England. They have weird ass chips, right. all sorts of bizarre mm-hmm. uh, seasonings. They'll put anything on a chip, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. Uh, I and mean, if you're willing to put a shrimp on a chip, you've yeah, yeah you're willing you've to do it. Exhausted all options, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> uh, right, right. So yeah, they have a, uh, prawn crackers, but they also have, and, and I know you're not going to be into this, <laughs> but I'm curious as to what they have bone broth. Oh, okay. I'm not personally interested in having that, but I am. I do like that someone's offering it. It's uh, interesting. And they all are offering poached egg and bone broth at the Bon Me place. At the Bon Me place. Wow. Yeah. The wild. That I is know. wild. Yeah. So glad, very glad that they do offer to go. Yeah. Next time, hopefully, I can get it to go. Yes, absolutely. So, um, so yeah. Hopefully, when we check back here next time or next couple times, uh, we will have gone there or at least uh, eaten the food there. Yeah. And uh, can report back. 
This is a long list of places that we got shut out from. I know. Like I know. Can't it's eat kinda, it. Kind of. I guess bizarre. just two. Yeah, Lo- just locust two. and bon me and roll. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'll I'll stop talking for a second. I mean, I've got some other things to discuss. Uh, some places that I've been to, but. Um, well, I mean, what do you I don't on? I don't have a ton as we have discussed with the the whole COVID numbers and stuff. I've been pretty cautious about going out and a little trepidatious to try new places. But I thought I would discuss a little bit today one of my favorite vegetarian spots that that's really become like a regular destination over the last you know, since March or whatever, for satisfying my cravings. I don't know if you've been there or not, but uh, have you ever been to Sunflower Cafe? No, I was going to actually mention it to you. Well, I don't. I will mention it to you yeah, instead. I haven't been there, but I was going to ask you, I think last time, if you had been there. Yeah, it's in Berry Hill, which, you know, maybe not a place you think of as having uh, great food options, but Berry Hill is filled with weird, secret, delicious destinations. It is. It's really crazy. Uh, you know, Sam and Zoe's Cafe is good, solid offering. Mm-hmm. Baja Burrito. Baja Burrito. Been always, around forever. Been around forever. Always I mean, good. Always reliable. Calypso Cafe, big staple in my yes. life. Big fan. Vui's opened up over there, speaking of Bon Me. There's also a, a biscuit place that you've never been to before? Uh-uh. Yeah, in Berry Hill. It's delicious. It has lots of outdoor seating. I'll talk about it on another episode. But in Berry Hill, in an extremely difficult to get to spot, uh, 2834 Azalea Place, uh, there used to be a motel, I think called uh, Ten oh, Oaks God. or that, Twin that Oaks motel? or something. It was just like yeah. derelict, yeah. you know, a very scary kind of place. It's been renovated to be a much more artful destination now called The Iris. It's okay. like a really nice uh, kind of arty motel. And right behind that is Sunflower Cafe. Right. It used to be a burrito place at one point. It used to be a bunch of different restaurants that it's kind of cycled through over yeah, yeah. the years. But it seems like Sunflower... That's not the place there is like an Asian restaurant next to the motel that's not the same no there is an asian restaurant right next to the motel but that's a different parking lot um we're talking more behind the iris okay um instead of next to it so you're in the zone you're in the zone now is that a place on bransford that still like the breakfast place where you would make your own oh yeah yeah funky griddle oh my god yeah big fan you want to talk about gimmicks funky griddle is the epitome of amazing gimmicks why am i paying to cook my own food uh, I don't know. I want you do, to sell me on that. Okay. Um, so at your house, how many griddles do you have embedded in your kitchen table? Zero. Oh, well, this place, every table has a griddle baked into the table. It's fixed into the table. It's right in front of you. Uh-huh. You can cook eggs and pancakes right there with your whole family sitting around the table. It's wonderful. It's a gimmick. It's it's just like a fun thing. You have children. Don't you want to like let your kids go to a restaurant and pour some batter on My a griddle? My son it will burn himself. Isn't that a just that. a memorable experience <laughs> that you just never sure. forget? Yes. I have heard lots of people complain about that exact thing with Funky Griddle. Like, why would I pay to make my own food? Because it's fun. It's fun. That's it. That's Maybe a one-time thing. I mean, I'm not saying it should be your favorite breakfast location, but right. it, it it's fun. Like I I've had a really good time there. People uh-huh. come in from out of town. I'm like, hey, let's let's go to the Funky Griddle. It's ridiculous. Okay. If the choice is between make pancakes at my house or drive to Berry Hill and have and make pancakes for myself, right? Yeah, stay home. But if you have people in from out of town or you know 
that's it. If you have people from out of town, <laughs> okay, <laughs> entertain right. them there. Sorry about the sidebar. No, anyway, that's fine. Uh, Sunflower Cafe is a all vegetarian menu uh, with plenty of vegan options mixed in. They have a barbecue wrap that is absolutely stellar, uh-huh. and I eat it just regularly, very, very regularly. They have a ton of sides. Uh, I get the kale salad, but there's a slaw. There's potatoes. There's hummus all kinds of great goodies on their menu. And you just kind of walk in very well, socially distanced. They keep a lot of distance between people. Then you order in a line. So like someone takes your order, you say, I want the barbecue wrap. They start making it and you you pick out the side that you want. It's a really easy experience. Then there's tons of seating outside. There's a front patio and a back patio. And then like a little gravel yeah. lot that you can sit in now. Yeah, more seating outside than inside, right? I, th- I think it's equal I now. Okay. I think it's equal yeah. now. So, I mean, while the weather is still nice, uh, it's a really great destination to go check out. It has sort of a down home feel, I would say. Uh-huh. Like, like you know when you go to Calypso and you're like, there's just an air of it being like put together. Like it wasn't like organized in like this. I love Calypso. I love but, Calypso. Uh, I mean, if you're getting waited on and the service is, is mediocre, then you're, it's a good day. I mean, I don't know. It just feels, it feels, there's something a little ramshackle about it. Yeah. A little like put together that I really like, right. you know, it's like a family business almost like right. we've grown from this small thing. We figured out how to make this work. Here is where we put our cups. It's a weird right. place to put our cups, but, but that's where they where fit. And I yeah. feel, I get that same feeling from Sunflower. Everyone's like super friendly there. You get yeah. to see the food being made. It's not disorganized or dirty or yeah, anything yeah. like that. It's, it feels comfortable mm-hmm. and it's not stale at all. You know, like, I, I like that place, Vui's, that I mentioned a second ago, but it feels sort of corporate. Like, yeah. there's art on the walls. It feels like they ordered it from a right. magazine. Like, right. the, even the menu feels put together in a way that is almost too designed. It feels, mm-hmm. like, stale to me. And I don't get that. Not the food. The food at Vui's is great. We'll talk about it later. But Sunflower just has, like, kind of this homey vibe. And yeah, I, sure. And I'm, I'm a big fan of that. And, and the fact that it's a vegetarian restaurant and the food doesn't, like, beat you over the head with with it being vegetarian. I mean, this is a barbecue wrap that I like. Like this is, they're emulating meaty food Mm. and that's why people go there. Like it's not about like Yeah, because there definitely are some places that uh, they are shouting, we are vegetarian, you know, vegetarian. Whereas this, it's just a good family style type of restaurant that happens not to have any meat. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I think that that's way more welcoming to a much more diverse audience of people. Like, if I brought my dad to a vegetarian restaurant, he might furrow his brow, you know, yeah. but this place has a barbecue wrap. So yeah. right. there's something there for him, right. even though it's not actually barbecue. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I, I really like that about them. I think they're helping to like reach more people to understand that like vegetarian doesn't necessarily just mean some boring salad. It can mean a lot of things. So I, I really respect them for that. They have a curried chickpea wrap that I would also recommend. Super good. I mean, curried chickpeas. Yeah. How are you going to fight that? I had that? some earlier in the week. <laughs> my wife made. Great. Um, and they do have a buffalo tempeh salad as well, um, which is... I have to say, I had one of the very first times I ever went to a vegan restaurant uh, in Manhattan. I had a buffalo chicken sandwich. Oh, nice. Was, and it was, I was the first, one of the first times that I had eaten something like that and been like, okay, 
right. this is how it's done, <laughs> supposed to be done. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it's very, very good. Yeah, when you get that that fake meat and you're like, or tempeh, and it's yeah. flavored right, and you're like, oh, yeah, I don't, I, I don't need the meat at all. I just want yeah. the flavor and exactly. the, and the texture. Yeah. Those are the important things. Those are the two things you got to have. Yeah, it doesn't it, matter. It really doesn't. They, they nail it here. I'm just a really big fan of them. They have a, another destination in Donaldson that's a bakery, so it's uh-huh. much. It's not as much about the sandwiches and and that sort of thing. Oh, right. It's more about yeah. like muffins and uh, different baked goods. More power to them for expanding to Donaldson. Like that's that's cool. Sure. I mean, hip Donaldson. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's, a, it's booming right now. It's very much booming. Yeah, definitely. So that's really cool. the only place I had uh, to share today. Uh, there's lots of other places, obviously, that we touched on that we'll get to at another date. But yeah. I just really want to uh, pound the drum for Sunflower Cafe like and, and get everyone like to it. go visit. Well, I'm glad you mentioned it and talked about it because that's something I did want to bring up. And uh, perfect timing. Yeah. Great. Did and it. it also is uh, a little prescient that you talk about viewies. Oh, because one of the places that I was going to talk about is Waldo's Chicken and Beer. Oh, which you know, Viewies has a Germantown, yeah, uh, location, and it's Fourth Avenue North, and it's I can't remember what was there previously. Waldo's was originally um, again with the names that I can't sure. remember. Uh, something Donkey. It was a Mexican place. Oh, I ate there. Um, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I do. Um, I don't know the name of it, but Kicking Donkey. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not Kicking Donkey. Yeah. It's, it's a, it was something Donkey. Okay, so that's the, they share a building. Yeah. Vuey's yeah. and Waldo's. Yeah, yeah. Got so it. you got Vuey's, and then another place that I'm going to mention real quick uh, in a second, in between it, and then you got Waldo's. And the main reason I'm, reason I'm mentioning Waldo's is, well, it, it was great. It was really good, but it's very family-friendly. They have a huge patio. Oh, right. A um, giant patio. Yeah, giant yeah. patio. So feel 100% comfortable eating there. Mm-hmm. I mean, even inside, they have, it, it's huge open doors. It's one of the few places where I'd probably feel o- totally okay eating inside. Right. Like, when I went in there to order, there were two other families in there, small families, and they were at least 20 feet from each other. And and having those huge doors completely yeah. open. Yeah, it's about the it's ventilation. Almost, it's almost like, even though it's inside, almost as good right. as you can get to being in the patio. Area. Right. I mean, my concerns with um, the indoor eating is that, like, your air circulation is closed off. So, like, yeah. that's it. Exactly. But if you're in a situation where there's, like, big garage doors or big windows that's, that's keeping that moving, it is much different. Yeah. So I just really wanted to mention that as an option. We went there, and I had... We had uh, the fried pickles, which I don't know if you're a fried pickle fan, you but know, the fried pickles were amazing. I've come around to the fried pickle. Have you? Big fan now. Let me tell you two places. <laughs> this place and then Eastland Cafe. Their comeback, Eastland? Eastland Cafe with their comeback sauce with the fried pickles. Holy shikes. Wow. It's good. Wow. I mean, it is hard, and they give you a large amount. I had no idea. We've ordered to go several times since March from there because uh, they have a happy hour, have a happy hour menu, mm-hmm. and that's one of the items, and we get it every time. It's, wow. it's hard not to eat all. Would you rank Waldo's um, above that, or no pickles above that? Uh, I, they probably have the best fried pickles in town. Eastland wow. Cafe does. Wow, wow. Yeah. bold, bold statement. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure there are other places. <laughs> I obviously, I have not eaten, but uh, they do have fried pickles. I, I haven't done a tour of. Nashville fried pickles. But anyway. Season four. That is season four. (laughs) 
Oh my god, my stomach is. <laughs> yeah, we're in season. We're in that. season two right now, so there's some time. But also, uh, you know, just, just really good for you. Obviously, uh, limited options for you at Waldo's. I mean, get look. I'm seeing a, some snacks. I'm seeing a cheddar biscuit basket on yeah. the snacks menu. Yeah, I don't need another menu item if you got a cheddar biscuit. <laughs> I wanted to try the cheddar biscuits, but we had already decided on the fried pickles, and I didn't want to get too much. But the salad that I got, just the basic, like you know, when you just get that very basic salad, which is like those the onions and the tomatoes, yep. and I, there it was, it was. Everything I wanted. And you can, and like, you, what's so weird about the basic salad is that you can so easily mess it up. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing how easily you can mess it up. Yeah. Just by not having one ingredient or just the lettuce being slightly off. Yeah. I mean, but it was, it was a really, really, really good great. chicken salad. So we, we had a great time there. And I'm trying to spread out the love location wise. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing a great you know. job. So definitely go check out Waldo's. And if you have some room left over, Mm -hmm. stuck in the middle between Vueys and Waldo's is a place called Rolled Forever. Really? It is ice cream rolls. Whoa. It is inspired from, I believe it's Taiwanese ice cream rolls. Okay. So... If you look, uh, if you find it and look online, you have these cups and then you have these actual rolls of ice cream, like you're rolling up a paper towel or whatever, you know, and there's maybe five or six little rolls of those stuck in the cup. And then you have all these crazy toppings on top of it. Um, I'm looking at the website now. It's rolledforever.com. That's the number four, rolledforever.com. Yeah, these two women started. It seems awesome. Like they just a couple students from here in Nashville went up to New York, experienced ice cream rolls, came back down, started a food truck a couple years ago, and uh, and this is they just opened, I think just last month, just opened this yeah. this location. This is- we were just stuffed from from all those, um, yeah. and so we we didn't stop. And if my kids would have seen it. They kind of weren't paying attention and didn't realize what was there. <laughs> they would have forced me to go over there. But I think we plan on, we, my wife and I talked about it, I think we're going to go there in a couple of weeks. So, But they have all these different types of cups of rolled ice cream, Cocoa Fever, the key, Unicorn Fantasy, which has Fruity Pebbles on it with strawberry drizzle and a sucker. Uh, yeah. Monkey Biz. It's yeah. got a bunch of caramel on it. Yeah. Okay. So I'm definitely, definitely into mm-hmm. checking this place out here. Mm-hmm soon and i expect nothing but really uh really good taste in my mouth when i'm eating it (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh me too i expect nothing but really good taste in my mouth when i'm eating it yeah that is a fun thing to say (laughs) so anyway uh so yeah we had a great time i like that germantown is kind of getting uh you know a little more variation here in its offerings like when i would think of germantown i pretty much only thought of high-end yeah i think a city house or often daughters or yeah even like henrietta red like there's a bunch of places over there which i i think are really good like uh really excellent date spots like uh fancy destinations for dinner but uh it's i don't know i think germantown has such a cool vibe to it i like that there are reasons to go there that aren't only for a 60 dollar special event right like you can go and just have dinner at a place and then get a rolled ice cream that tastes delicious in your mouth yeah you know yeah totally no i i agree with you i think you're exactly right and that they are kind of opening up you're maybe chilling out a little bit letting 
you know, you can just go and not have to spend an exorbitant amount of money for a lunch. I definitely like going over to Germantown, and I'm going to go back there again for this stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, a Vui's and a Rolled Forever, I think, is in my future. Yeah. Lastly, I want to talk about something that I mentioned either last episode or two episodes ago. Okay. And I have a confession to make, but um, <laughs> I'm talking about Jasper's. Okay, yeah. And if you remember, I said it was the new restaurant uh, from uh, Deb Paquette. You who, did. You were really excited about it. Yeah, yeah, really excited about it. And wanted to go there, or at least get the food there. And I haven't even told my wife this yet, but um, I actually ate inside the restaurant. Oh, let me oh. let me say a couple of things first. Wow, man. I feel like this is I'm I'm in confession. <laughs> um, right. Safe place, safe place. Gotcha. And uh, you know, uh, anything I say, uh, you know, is held only within this area. You know, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, obviously, people are eating at restaurants all the time. But this is just on you know my comfort level. Yeah. I'm not judging anybody that eats in restaurants right now, obviously, because okay. I am one of those people. Now. Right. Right. But. I will say, so I looked up the address and I was like, okay, yeah, this is on West End somewhere. Yeah. And I started driving down Broadway and I realized, oh, this is the old Blackstone oh, building. Oh, okay. And that's where Jasper's is. And so uh, people that have been in Nashville for a while certainly know what Blackstone Brewery is. Yeah. I think it was Saltine when Blackstone left and then Saltine was around for maybe a year or two and then it closed and I don't think anything else was in there until Jasper's just opened up. Hmm. Do you remember, did you ever go to Blackstone? I, I have been to Blackstone, not a lot, but I yeah. did I did go there, yes. Yeah, I mean, it prides itself on being the first microbrewery in Nashville, which 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 it is. Yeah. And honestly, I had kind of, I'll be full disclosure, kind of forgot about it. Sure. Um, I knew that they still made beers. I just didn't know if there was a place, but they do have a brewery. Um, yeah, I was looking up where they moved to. Man, I can't even tell you what neighborhood this is. This looks like it's like behind Exit Inn, behind Charlotte Avenue, mm-hmm. kind of in a zone I'm not super familiar with, or at least don't know that I'm familiar with it. I'm sure I'm there's a name for it that we have not heard of yet. But yeah, are you familiar name. with Hadley, Washington or McKissick Park? Nope. Watkins Park? No. Yeah, yeah. These are all neighborhood names I've never heard before. So huh. okay. Uh, anyway, you know, Blackstone was a staple uh, yeah. for years, and it was it was pretty good, you know. Uh, and the beers were okay. Okay. There was one particular beer that I liked, but the rest of it I thought was just okay. Okay. But, uh, you know. But Jasper's. Uh, Jasper's is in Blackstone. It is in Blackstone. I went there, and the reason I ended up eating there is because it's huge. And so when we went in there, there was nobody else in the bar area. Okay. And there were maybe like, granted, it was closer to the end of lunch mm-hmm. time. And there were maybe like, I don't know, three other tables occupied. Look, and, Matt, and, and you different. don't have I'm, to I'm, explain I'm, this I, to I, me. I'm just saying that it was, it, they were, everybody was spread out. We all make our own choices. Yes. And I trust that you are an intelligent person that is going to make a good decision. And I assume that you did in this case. And that's true for everybody. Like there might be a situation right. that they get themselves in where they're like, God, I don't feel comfortable eating inside. Yeah. But there's only three other patrons in the restaurant 
It has 30-foot ceilings. Yes. I feel okay. Yeah. And if you yeah. feel okay in that situation and you're washing your damn hands and you're right. wearing the mask around other people, you're good. Yeah. And that exact, is exactly what the situation was. I mean, you are correct. I mean, I don't – at least 30-foot ceilings. I mean, I mean they it's kept, a huge place. They had their place. brewery in there. Right. I mean, it had exactly. those huge brewing yeah. casks yeah, yeah. or whatever. Like, yeah. So it is it, it is a large place. But anyways, I was excited to go in there, planned on eating – like a full like lunch mini, but we ended up just getting a couple of starters and then that was plenty. Oh, wow. I had the queso chips and rinds. So it's pork rinds. Oh, okay. But it's just regular queso with black beans and salsa. It does have chorizo in it. If you, I'm sure they would totally take the, it was just, it was shaved chorizo on top. So I'm sure you could take it, the chorizo off. That's some deluxe queso. It was amazing. Yeah. I mean, you we asked them so, and and the cheese was just this very like creamy, mm-hmm. it, not not pumped out of it, a plastic it, it, bottle. It, it, you know, it, when you go to uh, like Mexican restaurants and you get and you have the white cheese, and you go to the uh, sports bar restaurant and you have the yellow cheese. Yeah, and this was like kind of a texture and mix. Like mm. it was a lightly, it didn't look orange, but it wasn't white. Okay, um, but it was really creamy and thick and we asked him and said what kind of cheese is this and he was oh it's just cheese (laughs) and i don't know if that's because he really honestly did not know or they just don't want to say but i I was like no really like what kind of cheese is this because this is yeah tastes incredible yeah um i like the idea that there's just cheese yeah that's what he said like every kind of cheese has a modifier american cheese cheddar cheese gouda like there's uh every nothing's just cheese uh this is okay yeah yeah and it was i mean i like i say i can't speak enough about about it 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 was it was really really good it sounds almost Um, nacho-ish like almost like you had a nacho it it, it was and i mean and they had nacho um chips on the side i mean that's what you used for the dip, they, oh, I thought you'd use the rinds. For that, the dip. Well, I use the rinds. They're, they're only, they're, I can't say it was loaded with rinds. Okay. Uh, there were much more chips right. than okay. there were rinds. Yeah, I wouldn't say rinds were only a garnish because you could definitely use them. Yeah, and I yeah. did, but huh. it was a lot more of, of chips. Okay, but it was fantastic. So we had that, and then I had firecracker wings. I'm a sucker for wings. Whenever there's a new place and I see that they have wings, I have to try the wings. They mm-hmm. have actually a couple, two different types of wings. I got the firecracker wings with the mango chili sauce and the coconut yogurt. And it was, again, really, really good. The type of heat that sits on your lips that you don't feel like when you eat it, you're like, oh my God, it's so hot right when you eat it. Yeah. You, it's a slow burner. Uh-huh. And Wow. Okay. Yeah. We talked I, I, about this on last episode with hot stuff. How did this mm-hmm. hit you? Was it, I'm assuming not painful, more flavorful, more flavorful. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. So they were very enjoyable. I, I mean, were they the best wings I've had? I, I've had some, you're a connoisseur. I'm a connoisseur yeah. and there's only one place that I feel like, and it's probably nostalgia more than anything that mm-hmm. I ha- consider the best wings, but they were great. They were really, really I good. I mean, a mango, would you say mango chili? Sauce. Yeah. Sauce. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Yeah. And it was very flavorful. You could definitely taste that. And again, the heat was not overwhelming. You ate, you ate it and you tasted flavor and then the heat came kind of after like, uh-huh. oh yeah, okay, yeah, this is, this is, okay. this is hot. Yeah. And we were planning on splitting a, you know, like a burger or I actually I was we were going to do the catfish tostadas but it, it, it was just we were both full so 
Um, that's all I had, but I, I can't speak highly enough. It, it was great. I'm definitely going to get go back there um, to get takeout. Yeah. Um, Sounds but, like it has a really... How big is the menu? So you have uh, burgers, you have a lot of side items, and then you've got like things such as salmon, hog, steak and eggs. So you ha- do have a range mm-hmm. of you know, lunchable type of items and then uh, dinner type items. Okay. So it's not like super huge, but it, it yeah, you have some good options. And if you just look at the descriptions, you can tell that it's not just, you know, that a chef is making right. these choices. Yep. The, yep. The, something is at least one item on the menu of each, of each item menu. Uh, it stands out, you know, there's right. something like, oh, what is that? You know, right. uh, even though it's just like a chicken breast or something, there's right. all, also always something a little different about it. <laughs> and expect that from, from uh, somebody that yeah. uh, started some really Deb good restaurants Paquette, right? in, in this town. Yeah. Yeah. So well, also, I, I only ask about the menu size because it sounds like there are reasons to revisit. It's not oh, like yeah, yeah. go for the burger oh, totally. and then you, you've had it. This no, is no, no, like... No. There's the queso. There's the firecracker wings. There's the catfish tostada. Like, there's yeah. reasons to return. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So I'm excited about going back there to try some other items. Uh, finally, uh, glad that uh, it's open and hopefully it does well. Yeah, it is a, a big place. When you walk in the bar, it's kind of this similar to how it was when uh, Blackstone was there. Uh, you walk in this huge, huge open bar area, and I think the bar it, it is wraparound. I think it uh-huh. is, is really large. Where they had the cast for the beer, mm-hmm. they actually ha- it's like a little store. They have oh, um, items you can buy there, t-shirts and other things. I didn't walk in there, but to see everything. A gift that they shop. Had. A gift shop. Yeah, they have a gift shop. Wild. And then their dining area, which is a couple different rooms. So. I had such a, a different, uh, just based on your description, it's called Jasper's. It's by a well-renowned chef. Like, I really thought this was going to be, like, high-end, kind of, not snooty in a bad way. They're snooty. I would say, I would call lots of restaurants snooty and mean it in a positive manner. You know, like, cat, oh, yeah. cat, cat bird seat is snooty. Right. But that's not a bad thing. That's what it's intending to oh, be. Oh, totally. I really kind of thought that when you described Jasper's, but it sounds a no, little, little it, more comfortable it's than that. It's almost like, um, and I don't, I don't want to. If you were living living in the suburbs and went to like a Ruby Tuesdays or something like that, yeah. Except it run by a, a, a chef that right. has been around the block and knows how to make really amazing dishes. Yeah, yeah. You know, it definitely is a very low key environment. You know, but it's nice. I mean, you know, I would imagine during summertime you walking in shorts no big deal it's def- definitely not snooty at all okay great so I'd love to hear um, that yeah yeah so great experience uh we'll go back yeah I, I feel like this episode was a lot of destinations for us to to check out yes you know two yeah. really solid recommendations yeah. for everyone to go and check out jasper's and sunflower cafe if you've not been there but i mean locust roberta's bon me and roll uh, Waldo's chicken and beer rolled forever. Like that's that's a solid yeah. list of destinations, all of which, for the most part, sound like you can participate in them. Yeah, even during 2020. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. So we will check some of those out that we talked about that we weren't able to actually uh, partake in. <laughs> but uh, we will we will report back. So that will wrap it up for this episode and. Just remember, eat up, drink up, and if anybody asks, this is the place to be. Bye. Bye.